You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, might check waifu waifu. My tell him, is that you? What's up, Polo? Yeah, we missed DreamCon, bro. Yeah, man, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um, it's a lot going on for us though. So, it, shout out to all the Patreon supporters. If you are a Patreon supporter, there's a pre-show where we talked about a lot that's going on with us. Um, yeah, check that out. Cause uh, it explains a whole lot But this is episode 110 of my Check Waifu Waifu As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex Make sure you go to LouComplex.com Use that offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart It's also brought to you by Don'tTalkShop.com as well As produced by some of the dopest people on earth Our Patreon producers, Aaron Brown Dre the Goat G Ked the Pro Explicitly Monique Williams Nachi Shanti And our boy Treezus Thank y'all so much for producing this and plenty other episodes of the podcast. We appreciate y'all so very much. We got a lot to discuss today, including questions from Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at MikeCheckWaifu and on Instagram at MikeCheckWaifuWaifu. Um, before we get into that, though, I would like to say, Tell, um, what was uh this week's show of the week for you? Best episode of the week? Um... Let's go with Tokyo Avengers, one hundred percent. I agree. I, 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 I asked, that's the one. I knew he was gonna say that. Same. <laughs> that shit was. That shit had me like, what? No. That, oh. that episode. That episode was good. Good. Tokyo, Real fucking good. Great. I'm so glad we we didn't read it yet. Because bro, watching this shit has been incredible, bro. <laughs> I would have been sorry. I'd have been like, no. Yeah, I'm super glad. I'm super glad because this has been a fucking treat. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about that in the second half of the show for real when we go into spoiler talks. But that's insane. Be Tokyo Revengers, but I will say, my hero episode, real good too. I knew you was gonna say that. Real good. I knew you were. This episode was a, that episode of my hero was a real polo episode, mm-hmm. and it, like I said, that was a filler. Um, wasn't necessarily my favorite episode, but I like that they finally did that episode, mm-hmm. and um, that also is like a precursor for another future episode with the Todoroki family. Yeah, so I, I just those episodes with the Todoroki family where they give all those details be like, yeah, like well, I'm not gonna say episodes. The manga when they do that is amazing because I like how. They show so much emotion in that family. That's the that's the best family in the show, obviously. One hundred percent, most most fleshed out, obviously, because we don't know shit about anybody else. But there, anybody else, there were some times that uh uh where I was like, oh shit, this is heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about that in the spoiler half of the show, but too. And then remake our life was kind of a different episode. It was. Wasn't as good as the rest of them have been so far, but it was still a really good episode. I was gonna say to you, I thought it was a great episode because of contextual reasons, but yeah. we, we can talk about that too. Yep, yep, and that's another one we're gonna talk about in the spoiler uh, episode. But before we do that, there was some more shows that came out that I did not that I missed. 
So I'm pretty, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sorry about that because it it's um, summer's fully, fully, hundred percent here now. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a couple of things I missed. There was a movie I missed that I wanted to watch. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, first and foremost, tell I must say, what uh, what you watch that you want to talk about? Uh, life lessons with Yermi Chisan. Oh, that is that. that I know you that that it's one. The, it's yeah. a comedy. It's a comedy one. This is the funniest shit, bro. <laughs> hands down, hands down. Like so, I thought the house husband anime was the funniest shit I ever seen, and I still think that's that's top two. But this one right here, bro, fucking is Yermichi and his reactions, like how he does the other characters in the show, like when they do stupid stuff and he put them on the spot, how he integrates like life lessons about how like, oh, yeah, you're going to suffer through some things in real life. Just know that you don't have to like if you what this is one of the life lessons and and overall it's going to sound like it makes sense. It's just the way he put it. It's ridiculous and funny. And he's <laughs> displaying it to kids, right? Yeah. So he's talking in the like first two minutes of the episode. Like it didn't even go into an intro. It goes straight into dude is like depressed about his life. And he's like, oh, well, when you were in high school, you probably thought you were going to be the kind of guy who was going to shine and do all these big things because of who you were in high school. Well, now, you know. Like, don't put yourself, like for fish, don't put yourself in too small of a tank because you're going to die. Don't put yourself in too big of a tank because you're going to die. You want to live life to your, you know, your, where your standards, where your expectations might actually lie. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, you don't survive. But when you don't, and he goes off in this whole tangent about how, like, that what, that's what turns people into shitty, depressed people <laughs> and this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, bruh. <laughs> Like you're a me TV going off, and then he does that in front of like he he remodels the show for the kids in this manner, and then breaks out into the ABC songs, and it's almost like you completely forget the ABC song as the intro. Mm. It's kind of like it it was just really good. Like you're Michi, their transitions and stuff is just funny. It's it's a funny ass show, but it's it's real, and I, that's what I love about it. It's just such a real show. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you're talking about it because I, I do see a couple of people watching it. Again, it's not my not my style of uh of comedy. I don't. Nah, I I understand. Um, I do. So I want to say that uh, the only show that has been having me laugh out loud like this outside of um, uh, Full Dive has been this other Isekai, and that's that Moonlight Fantasy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that shit keeps. That shit keeps keeps me laughing, man, and it's only because I, it's just so. It's so crazy. I've got to watch it. I've so, got to watch it. What happened in Moonlight Fantasy? So this one, <laughs> I totally forgot this happened until they recap. They needed to recap this because I he forgot too. But when he first got transported to this world, when he was talking to the goddess, you remember I talked about it in the first episode, the goddess sent him on the edges of this world, like the complete edge of it, in the middle of nowhere. Absolutely nobody was there. She also gave him the, to a, the ability to understand all creatures of this world except for humans and I forgot that that even happened until he got to a human settlement finally which is what he's been looking for and he walks up to him and he says you know hey hi, how's it going everybody and they look at him like what the fuck is that 
for one, for, for one of, for two reasons, actually, these are the two reasons. One reason is because he's obviously not the most attractive and in this world, the human race are all full of just beautiful people. So when they see, wow. a, <laughs> so when they see a human as ugly, it's like, it's almost like a monster. His magic aura is fucking ridiculous. Like, so like mana kind of seeps out his body out of everybody's body, but be, because him having so much of it, he's presented as this guy with basically four demon auras surrounding him. So he's ugly and he has this crazy mana aura, like aura going around him. So the, and they can't understand what he's saying because he can only talk to, you know, creatures of the world and not humans. So he's talking this language, walking up to him with this aura and his ugly face and the humans are terrified of him and they try to kill him. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) So he, uh, he has to find a way to get inside of town and that's the whole escapades of episode, I believe what four, uh, three episode three of this show. And it's, it's actually so good, man. It's a really good fucking show. That is only only if you're capable of turning off your brain and not expecting a good isekai story, right? If you're going into it knowing that this is a comedy that's going that's meant to just entertain you, like full dive is, then you will enjoy it for sure. But if you're not looking for that, then it's not for you. But but hear me out real quick. Does that make the story not good? Uh, is because the, like the question. It, it, it's not gonna necessarily be competing with like ReZero or right, anything like right. that, but um, don't, uh, if you if you turn your brain off for a second, right, mm-hmm. and you kind of just don't look at all the small details, you look at the overall story. It's not necessarily a bad story. I don't necessarily make the story bad. It just means that it doesn't have all the details that we might like. Yeah, you, that's a good point because it is it is a good story. Um, apparently, which I forgot about in the first episode too. His parents is from this world. So that's why he got sent to this world instead mm-hmm. of his, his other siblings because he didn't want to have them do this. His parents is the one that's actually from this world. So he's following in their footsteps to try to learn their history or their past. So that's the, his entire goal of, of being in this world. And obviously going through these situations to where he's super powerful. He contracts uh, a couple of things. I don't want to spoil it, but... <laughs> It's a good show, man. It's you're right. It's, it is a good show, and it's entertaining. It does its job exactly, exactly as it should. Um, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I really got to pick that up. I'm gonna pick it up. I promise. I promise. I'm gonna watch it. But you know, you made me think about Spirit Chronicles with that. Yeah, yeah. Another interesting this, one. This most recent episode. Uh, so what did you? Okay, before we get into the the depths what did you think about it though the most recent episode yeah like all, like as far as like look or oh, no like, no i'm sorry uh, structure episode structure is what i mean what are your thoughts on that because wasn't it weird at first at first well so here's what made me feel weird because i felt like he had aged more in the previous episode which i guess kind of was just like when it went to this i kind of felt like it was like almost like a step back, but it wasn't. I think that how they kind of angled it and put everything together. Um, I mean, it yeah, it was okay. It didn't. It just didn't seem. I mean, I, I don't know. It was okay. That's, it that's what it I wasn't, thought. It wasn't great, but it was. It was. It was. It felt. I've seen worse. But yeah. It, it, I guess it wasn't the same as it had how it has been before. Exactly. Because everything else had a better flow. Like. 
this is what was happening. I guess in this one, they didn't have to include that whole classroom argument. Like, cause they, that classroom argument and then going to like that, that field exercise was a little disjointed. It was very disjointed. It all just felt kind of like pieces thrown together to kind of push the plot forward so he can mm-hmm. go on his adventure, right? But yeah, it, and, I, I don't know where that came from. I think, yeah, the pacing, I guess that's, that's overall what it was because like they, we still don't know who that other character is who introduced that Minotaur and whatnot to the world or to our main character. We got an idea, um, but... Yeah, but also, like, what kind of threw me off is, like, they introduced the fact that, like, last episode they said that he couldn't use magic, right? This episode they brought it up again, and then we find out in, like, a second that what he's using is, like, some kind of spirit energy or spirit, like, world spirit to use whatever power he has. So that but was like that was missed to a lot of people I see apparently cuz I see that on any list too but what it they he never he never he said yes it's true I can't use magic. What and what he does is he he takes it and how can, how did they explain it? Cuz he said he and did the, the little thing he said he can copy what magic he, does but yeah. he can't actually use magic itself. Yeah, but in the very first episode after he did what he did to that dude, mm-hmm. they kind of put a little spirit over his head. They kind of explained to him what he like because he did the aura thing. Like he can use some form of magic. I don't know. I, that's yeah, the, but they say it's not magic. Like he don't have a magic cure right. or whatever it's called. Yeah, and that's and it's probably because he's like one of those type of magic users. It's just my me vamping me my opinion. He's just one of them type of magic users that don't need to chant and create all kinds of circles and shit. I've seen that before. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that before. But like, it's like it's it was weird because everything was so perfect up until this point. And this they, point, they rocketed him. Yeah, to that, to that transition to like, and it didn't um, feel right. Go to his parents' homeland, and then I did like that they gave him the name of the character who is coming from the other world. Yep, his uh, that was kind of a, a like cool interaction, but yeah, yeah, but realistically. You know, like, yeah, that this episode was a little bit rushed. Um, mm-hmm. I did like seeing him do his thing a little bit, but even like that fight with the Minotaur looked ugly. I, I, I mean, that's not even the part I cared most about. What, the, what you know, what, what I thought about, and I thought about you too as soon as I thought about this. I saw this part where he was running up the Minotaur's arm. Mm-hmm. It looked like they animated him running up the, up running and then put it on a screen. Of like the Minotaur just standing there or like yeah. getting ready to fight or something. And it was like, why would you put the shit don't look good? It just like look like a disjumbled part just doing it. I'm just like, that's not. I think this is the lowest budgeted episode <laughs> or something because <laughs> this shit was off. Everything about it was off for me. Yeah, I hope they don't do that again. I know. I do. I'm I'm still enthralled in the story though. I want to know where this goes and uh, yeah. this assassin girl thing situation is gonna be sweet. Sorry, y'all. We talking. Cool. We talking about a show that y'all don't really know about. About if y'all not watching it, this is called Spirit Chronicles. Make sure y'all take a look at it. It's not a bad show at all. I know this episode is us kind of you know ragging on a little bit, but it's a really good show. I think it's worth the watch for sure. Um. Um, I do want to get into some Twitter questions because we got quite a few. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Simi Sensei just responded to our question and said, uh, I just want to know why I didn't see y'all at, le- at least one half of y'all 
uh, of the pot at the DreamCon. And we just talked about that at the beginning of the show. We, unfortunately, Tell literally just got into his house that was just built. Um, and I am in the process of actually relocating my life down there. So there's a lot right. of things going on that's going to, um, that's, that would affect us from doing that, unfortunately. Yeah. But next year, for sure. Right. And just so y'all know, I had four tickets to DreamCon. Don't even know if I needed them for my kids. But I had four tickets to DreamCon. And then I was like, we spent a lot of money. <laughs> a bit more money than we expected. Yeah. Got rid of them four tickets. Uh, you know, just, just to recoup some money. I didn't even sell them for the same thing I bought them for. It was just, you know, get rid of them so we have the little bit of extra money or whatever. But That's dope of you, yeah, bro. bro. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, a, I'm not a pig, you know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, shout out to So Very Unrelated. She says, uh, if y'all could have a panel at a convention, what would your to- what would your topic be? And also, what's your dream cosplay? I think we answered the cosplay one already, but mm-hmm. I still would uh, I still would want to be something simple like I don't know, I don't know. Let me see. Let me do something different this time. Come on, yeah, cosplay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna answer that one first. Uh. I would want to dress like somebody from like um, Jujutsu Kaisen just because it's easy and it's still drippy. Sheesh. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take one from Soul Leader. I would be a, a gender bent Nigus, so I'd be a male version mm. of, that'd of be Nigus. That'd be dope. Nigus is dope. We're going to talk about Soul Leader later and uh, Mike, check your soul. So that's coming soon. And then what would your well, if you was to have a panel at a convention, what would your topic be? That's a good one. Um, I think, me personally, I think our topic should be the incri- fuck that word intricacies of story in anime, and while and what we appreciate about it. I would say that and expand on it and say uh, development of different scenarios inside mm-hmm. of stories that make them intriguing. Yes, yes. Yes, Lord. Just just more than I'm fucking tired of showing in panels. I'm tired of the same four shows being discussed. I'm hey, just look, sick of look. it. The best panel I've ever been to at an anime convention was the My Little Pony panel. Interesting. It was Dexter. He dragged me and Monique to it, but it was hilarious. Of course. <laughs> I, I mean, it wouldn't. Oh, I guess they, they don't know. But, <laughs> but Dexter, <laughs> Dexter is a brother of ours that uh, loves my little pony. And yeah, right. it, I would have. I knew, of course, it was him that drove you to it. But they have a, a rabid fan base. It's hilarious. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dad Needs to Talk. Um, he says, if you could name your child after an anime or manga character what would the name be and why I actually did this name for my son his name is Vash and it could be because I love the series and that character uh that's why I go by the father of Vash alright father of Vash I'm gonna start calling you that from now on I like that I like I really do like that and I noticed you said he, that he last shows time. mad love too yeah he does he's awesome uh if you could name your character after well, you go first, though. Yes, son. So, um, my son's name is Apollo Alexander Williams. And uh, if you know, one of my favorite characters in all of anime is Iskander 
from fate. And Iskander, in actual reality, is Alexander the Great. So my son is named after an anime character, Iskander. Yeah, which is dope. Which is super dope. Um, As far as me, there was a name. Hmm. I can't I can't think of any. You know, I really can't. Saber. (laughs) Saber is actually (laughs) funny. Funny enough, Saber isn't named after an anime character, but a movie character from the terrible movie. um, uh, What was that? Wolverine Origins. His name after yeah, Sabertooth. Yeah, yeah. He looked like Sabertooth. He, as a baby, he looked just like Sabertooth. I'm gonna post a picture of it on Twitter uh, when the day this episode releases. But he looked. I remember just, that picture. Just like Sabertooth, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this man has to be named Saber. Like, a, yeah. Saber looked so sorry in that picture too, <laughs> yeah. bro. It was like, why do you look? You had that picture of Saber and Sabertooth next to each other. They look so. Yeah, you're right. Bro. That, that picture will be attached to the announcement tweet of this episode. So check that. <laughs> So check that out for context. But yeah, I don't, I don't really have an, an idea. Vash is a real good one, though. It really, is. It's a really good name. I really do like that name. Um, And I think that that has it beat, to be honest. Shout out to you, Father Vash. I, I appreciate that. Uh, Hey, Ked the Pro says, name, name an anime that was excellent and left you wanting more after it concluded. Always ReZero. Um, always ReZero, but always Grimgar, bro. Fucking Grimgar. Um, I'm so pissed off every time I mention Grimgar. I, I want more of Steins Gate. Yeah, we need more Steins Gate. No, uh, we don't. I would love I want more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't need more, but I definitely want more. And then I got to mention this because it's not a tell moment if I don't. Um, Shiver of a Fell Night. Mm, yep. I would love to see their actual. A seven star assembly and you know yep do the do the fight yeah between Grimgrar and Shivery those are going to be the two you always hear from us I would have mm. said Grimgrar Polo didn't say it but and he has a video game question which video game villains or final boss made you rage quit and throw the controller in frustration before you finally beat them his was uh, Shao Kahn and Mortal Kombat 9 ooh fighting game bosses are fucking ridiculous they're unbeatable it feels like what boss pissed me off so bad i have two okay hit me uh sephiroth and oh, kingdom God. hearts yeah. 2 just ridiculous kingdom hearts 2 he just one shot me all the time until i figured out the pattern and then in uh twisted metal i can't remember the name it was a black truck but like me and Burke, not Burke, me and Lil Ricky used to play the game. Two, it was two player co-op and we would play through. And even with two of us, he would fucking shit on us <laughs> every single time. And he wasn't even like the first boss. He was like the third boss. He was like third boss. He wasn't even the final boss is what I mean. Mm-hmm. He was like the third boss, but he was the hardest one to beat. Like Black Hog or something like that, but it was like a black semi-truck. Worst dude ever. I hated him in Twisted Metal so much, bro. <laughs> Damn, what was the last? Because I play a lot of MMOs, so I get thinking about a story. I guess would be um. No, he was pretty easy because I, I I platinum the uh, Ghost of Tsushima. No, I don't. When is the last time I rage quit? Dark side, that's his name. Dark side, okay. 
Bro, I don't remember the last time I even rage quit in the game. Because the games I always play don't really have, like, major end bosses like Sephiroth or anything like that. It, it was probably a, a Pikmin level <laughs> trying to get through some shit. It might have been <laughs> that long ago, to be honest. Um, I guess, oh, the last boss in the, the very first time you played through Nier, the last boss in Nier Automata is fucking annoying. That is... That is the bullet hell from hell. I never rage quit because I just enjoyed the game so much, but that boss pissed me off. Nier Automata is a fantastic game. It's like top 10 for me, for sure. Nice. Yeah, man. Shao Kahn, any fighting game boss or any racing game, like quote unquote boss that you have to race against, fucking cheap, dude. You must want it. Yeah, man. They, they just zoom past you and get ridiculously... <laughs> That's still the only game I ever played that I got 100% of the achievements on in Xbox. Hey, Need for Speed was one of the shit, man. It was literally mm-hmm. my favorite Need for Speed ever. Mine too. Uh, yeah. That's it for the questions. Thank you all so much for writing in. We appreciate that. Now, shall we talk? Might check your soul. Um, Let's do it, bro. We watched up until episode 40. Obviously, we're doing 10 episodes a week or nine episodes a week. Um, no, it's still 10. Why do I always say that? Yeah, it's 10. I don't keep doing that. We watched 10 episodes a week of this show. And I must say, these 10, more specifically, the back half, back five, were some of the best the shows had. Because I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I've been hating this fucking show uh, since we started. <laughs> I've been fucking hating it. I don't. I don't. At first, before these last 10 that we just watched, I did not like Soul Eater whatsoever. It was just too inconsistent and annoying. Characters were terrible. The The world feels so fucking small that I, it was, I was feeling too claustrophobic just by sticking with these characters and everybody else being just literally, literally grayed out. Like, the world just felt way too small. Um... The, the villains are great. I love the villains. Uh, and this 10 made me feel that way more than more so than any time. And then once we get past the bullshit ass quirks of, of our main characters, they get better. They are better now. Um, and the fights are fucking beautiful, too. Fuck. They're crazy good. <laughs> They're crazy good. Uh, watching um, watching them go through that. um, That uh, what was that? Lost Island. Yeah, yeah. Watching them go through that and watching all them fight. It's amazing. It just reminded me of how much I miss Fire Force. So So, I I agree. Um, These episodes get better. um, They're like way better. Some some of the coolest parts of it was like, I'm going to say like my favorite part wasn't even like our main characters fighting. It was like outside of the magnetic field when you see... uh, I can't remember their names, but the two side characters, the one with the staff and the one with like the pot of fire and pot of thunder. Mm-hmm. Atsushi Okubo, he does black characters justice. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just dope. Like, cause you see these characters just do some really cool, that some, some cool flashy stuff. But yeah. then you go back in into the magnetic field and you see like the main characters trying to prepare their soul resonance. You see uh, soul trying something new. Um, you know, just trying to get the group to work as a unit and how that became of importance. 
before this episode or before that episode and then in that that next episode you know it kind of it was imperative that they work right. as a unit or else they won't get nothing done exactly so yeah I, I i'm so thankful because i didn't watch these 10 until literally today um <laughs> it was so hard for me this week to want to just turn it on I, f- I feel so bad about this, but I just can't. I don't like it. I don't like this show. Well, I didn't. I'm starting to like it now. But the fact that I'm th- I had to get to 35-ish episodes to even start liking it is not good in itself. Um, I told I told you. I, I agree because I feel like years ago, I would have been like super high praises on this show. And... I, I do think that I often go back and just like watch the parts I like most okay. instead of watching the entirety of the show, right? Which is easy to do because it's like it's segmented yeah. so well. Yeah, if you if you if you watch parts of the show you like, like I said, like well, I think we said this before, if they had like a Soul Eater Kai <laughs> <laughs> where it just kind of cut down all the bullshit and went straight through, like it's the, not even that much story. bullshit though. Like, because I'm I mean, be- but like the stuff you don't care about, like sometimes we don't want to hear that whole rant from Black Star. Yeah. Or we don't want to, we don't necessarily want to see that whole kid complaining about symmetry. And I don't like I said, I don't necessarily find that to be the worst. Like I don't really want to bro. It's so I hate it. But like you said, once you get past those things, like they have really good moments. Like kid, not kid, Black Star, he's been way less complaining. Like, yeah, he's obnoxious. Still yeah. Like I'm I'm the star and all that stuff. He still does that, but he doesn't do it like for five minutes straight with his arms crossed and his head tilted all the way back to touch the ground. With his <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, he's not doing that anymore. And like that, I loved that that character development he got from him being discouraged because we saw yes. a long time ago that the first time he fought Mifune and and lost, there was a slight bit of it, right? The yep. second time he fought Mifune and got devastated on, like got shit on, now it was like you can see Black Star wasn't as annoying anymore. He was still annoying, but that shit went down. Yeah. And he was like, let me let me kind of figure out what I'm gonna do next. He's been trying to, you've been seeing him trying to step his game, but he's been studying. Like I feel like that just gave a lot more character development to the character yeah. himself. One hundred percent. Kid still needs it. Yes, he needs it bad. It's fucking annoying, but. I will say this, Mufune, I, I don't know if you listened to the episode, but the, his song is the song I use for the background. Mufune is a dog, man. A beast. He's a fucking dog. <laughs> He's one of my, again, the villains or just the adult characters, period, are fucking great. I still don't like the fact that they brought back Medusa and the way she's being used and how she's, I, I guess she was necessary for... She wasn't. I'm just gonna be real. She just is not necessary. Period. Right now, but mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like that part either. The way they brought her back and using it, they could still do the uh, the Frankenstein madness thing without her. Um, I think that's in his character. Yep. I, th- I think they that that could have been better if it wasn't for her using um, Corona to make it worse. Like none of that shit was necessary. Like if it was, if it's ever a Soul Eater Kai, that can all go. It could just be him literally slowly deteriorating, which would have been much more natural feeling. It would have felt a lot, a lot more. Um, I want to say rewarding, but it's kind of the opposite feeling of that more. It's, it would have been rewarding and realistic because like you said, that's in his character. Right. That's something that we would expect from him since the first explanation of him. Yep. That and the fact that 
like him and them freeing the Keishan should be enough for him to just want to revert back to that that instance. So I think that would have been that would have been a better way of doing it. But for some reason, I don't I don't know if Medusa was a popular character or whatever. They just gotta have her in, and it's fucking it's just she's she's a good character. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think that she was necessary. There's a lot of stuff in the story that isn't necessary that they do, but um I, again, I'm enjoying a bigger plot line of it all, right? Uh smaller you know, I go, oh go ahead, go ahead. Cause I was gonna say something about that specifically. The smaller stuff is coming together better. Um I still I laughed, I laughed out loud when Maka said, Look at me not following orders. Like this was that was her first time doing it. I'm like, You stupid idiot, you did this before. <laughs> <laughs> like that's fucking annoying. Like stop being, oh. stop being so goddamn inconsistent. I, it's it's annoying. So look, look. What I was gonna say is, and I think I might have said something like this before, but I just love how the fact that what we enjoy most about Fire Force is almost like the opposite of what we enjoy most about this. Yes. Like Fire Force, we enjoy the smaller details. Um, we enjoy the big details too, like the overall story. 100%. But the smaller details in Fire Force feel like they tell way more mm-hmm. in general. Whereas in this, like, we kind of we wish that the the smaller details was almost like we want them there, but we want we want more of the bigger story in this. Yeah. Because the, a lot of the smaller details come with so much other bullshit. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I figured it out. I'm skipping every Excalibur rep, so fuck that shit. This one was there's only two of them, I think. Two of them left. No, I think there's only two of them, right? Well, so far we had three. So it was Black Star and Kid finding him, and then it was the bald dude and him, and then it was Hero and him. I'm done with that shit. I'm never watching it. That's those episodes are literally a waste of my fucking time. But is Excalibur the most ridiculous character in he, the world? He's insanely powerful. That's which makes sense. But they could have done that better as well. I hated that. That's what he. I just I do find it hilarious though that the the most powerful sir in the world is so irritating. That's why I get left in the stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's, nobody wants the damn sword. That, that is a good a good point. A super <laughs> unique little beat, but it's so fun. Having full episodes dedicated to it is a pain. It is. It's a, it's a little pain because I mean, in, in a lot of anime, four episodes is like that's that's a quarter, a third of a season, bro. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> you don't got too much Excalibur. Uh, yeah, straight up. Straight up, that is funny though. I did put that in perspective. Um, let's uh let's wrap up this though. Um, so, so far I'm glad it's getting better for me though. I'm glad we only have so, 20 left or 26 episodes left. It's less than that. Even less. We ended we ended on 41 or 40, right? Yeah. So how many is it? 50? It's oh. 51 episodes. It's only 51. So we finish next week. We if done. you want to do watch watch all the episodes, yeah, let's wrap this shit up. Let's finish this shit up, please. <laughs> Get me out of here. Uh, that's, that's that's crazy. That is getting good at the very like at the very end until the, mm-hmm. until I already know the very end gets bad. But <laughs> to, to, that's what people say. Okay, that's what people so say. You're right. Why you watch it yourself and bring your own opinion? <laughs> you already know I will. You already know I will. So let's go. <laughs>
I'm liking it now, though. I'm liking it way more now. I know, Crystal, you feel the same way. Shout out to you. It took some time for the characters to finally grow. And I mean, that's what kids do. Kids grow. And that's what they are. But they could have, it could have been better. There are some kids I like a lot better in other anime, like Naruto. I know you, you, you talked about extensively about the world and you liking the world. What is there like about this world? Well, because ain't shit in it. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't necessarily specifically this world, right? Because if you remember my video I made, and for the Patreon subscribers who watched the video, um, the video I talked a little bit about the characters within the world that mm, helped develop. You did it, right? say that, yes, sir, yes, sir. So the characters are all historical, mm-hmm. um, and references within the anime are historical, right? Um, Obviously, Medusa, Arachne, um, Medusa being a Gorgon, um, you know, Jackie, her, Jackie is the Mm Jack-O-Lantern, you know, everyone has a, has a theme to each character, right? I see. And those are the kind of things that I thought were super impressive about it. I agree. Just in terms of like detail, right? Um, I agree. Uh, so those were things that I just overall thought were super impressive and, uh, yeah, but realistically, it's not necessarily the world itself. I like that this world transcends into Fire Force's world. I think Fire Force has the better world Yes. in general. I just like the idea of the characters. No, that's a fact. Okay, so now that you you put that in perspective nicely, because I was saying, I'm like, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, tell say you like this world. But when you say it's it's the historical figures inside of the world, that makes a zillion times more sense because I absolutely love that part too. Like when when I saw Jacqueline, Jacqueline being the Jack O'Lantern thing, and I'm like, yo, this shit is dope. This shit is so creatively dope. <laughs> All of that shit is so creatively dope. Like Death Scythe, how how Death himself, <laughs> like it's 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 so good. It's so good. That part of it is very good. You're right. Yeah. Hey, look. So this is this is live real quick. <laughs> Okay. Steve forgot to post his question and he just messaged me and said, let me post my question real quick. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. But I think he actually just shared it. Best anime artifact. Example, Dragon Balls, the Death Note, etc. Ooh, okay. So best anime artifact. It's not going to be Excalibur, especially not from Soul Eater. Fuck no. It might be from Fate. <laughs> um... The best, best anime artifact. All of my favorite. Ooh, you know what the best anime artifact is? What's that? The fucking eraser from Astro Lost in Space, bro. That shit. Crazy. And it's not like a major fucking. The, the, just what it is and what it does. Fucked up. It's fucked up teleport you into a random part of space i like it i hate it but i like it if you don't completely go you lose gone all of it so uh i like that uh a lot of my favorites don't really have artifacts in it i'm gonna say Yu-Gi-Oh cards (laughs) i'm gonna say the uh the 
What's the sword that Gilgamesh has? I never can remember the name because it's something weird, but that, that sword, the planetary mm. devastation sword that literally <laughs> breaks holes in the continents. That shit. OP. That's a good it's one. It's ridiculous. Man. If I pulled up to somebody else's country, it was like, hey, yo, like, can y'all stop doing this evil shit? And they're like, we don't do evil stuff over here. I'm like, oh, my bad. And I turn around, they do some evil. I just like, all right, delete this shit. So does the tail beast count? <laughs> nine tail beast? I mean, well, not nine, <laughs> just all of them, period. You know, they're like, right. I don't know. I'm just getting, you know, trying to be a little creative, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I like it though. I- That's a good question, Steve. Right at the buzzer, too. Great. Um. Okay, so we do have a quick topic for you. Um, it's uh something that Till sent to me literally about what, an hour and a half ago. So I'm gonna let him expand expand into it. So this topic is a something. I guess it's not that deep, but it's kind of a kind of a thought provoking conversation. So we're gonna have that here now. Tell, take it away. So uh, I got a DM um, from one of the listeners. I don't know if he wants me to say his name, so I'm not gonna say it until you tell me tell me to. But um, it's the post on on Twitter. Kind of want to hear people's controversial controversial anime opinions. And this person said, majority of these anime writers got to be pedophiles by the way they sexualize their school-age characters. And I have some thoughts on this. Um, And I'm going to tell you what the person said. He said, Tell, I don't know if you guys have spoken about this on the podcast. Unfortunately, I haven't listened to every episode, but have you. If you read the thread, I honestly like to hear y'all opinions on these things. My opinion I can agree the creators are possibly attracted to minors, don't know for sure, mm. but at a point, I personally never register age in these shows. I watch anime as an anime. I see fan service. I don't see you. This is a 15-year-old girl with titties bouncing everywhere. Now, here is my personal perspective, unless you want to go first, Polo. No, you go first. Go All right. My personal perspective is this. Um, I remember being 13, and seeing a girl in my class with big boobs. And yes, it was something I looked at. Uh, I also think that realistically, as an adult, you see those kind of things and your, your, your mind should not necessarily stray straight to sexual, sexualizing those things. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think that as American citizens and just the world in general right now, they over-sexualize many things. Most there are a lot of countries, especially like African countries, who that's not sexualized to them immediately. They don't necessarily care about that unless you say this is available to you. So I don't look at those things and immediately think of some kind of sexual content. Mm-hmm. And if if the show's making those seem like just over overly done or uh, like they're trying to press that on you, then yes, at that point I'm like, nah, this is not good. And I'm not going to watch it. I think there was an anime we watched that had that kind of stuff in it. And I turned it off. Like, I think, no, I think we both turned it off. I can't remember what it was. It was something that the girls were just young and they just kind of made it seem super pressing with like the, the, the over the top stuff. So in my opinion, we know these are children. And if you get turned on by it, then I would say maybe you need to check yourself. Right. Rather than check others. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um because 
Okay, so the the first part of the question. Can you read that for me again? Uh, of the, his question? Yeah, his question, the question itself, or the question from the tweet. Uh, they just said majority of these anime writers got to be pedophiles by the way they sexualize their school age characters. That I don't agree with. Um, I just think for them, it's like, it's a cultural thing, right? Like, I, I, I no, there's never any excuses for, I guess, like, no. I, it, okay, let me just clarify. It's not an excuse. Straight it's up. literally, literally just culture, right? Culture for them, 16, 17 is okay for them. Okay, that's just the world they live in. That's the world they've always had. That's Japan in general. Is it cool to Americans? Absolutely fucking not. It's never been until 18 and up. It's always, that's just how it is. That's how we live. That's how they live. So I don't, I don't, I would never call, you know, an artist a pedophile because of the way they depict their art and how their culture sees, you know, minor or whatever, you know? So I, I, I don't, I don't even think about that part of it. For me, I don't, I, I don't over, I don't look at it sexually and like, unless it's a, again, an adult that we consider adults in America. I do now, I do want to say she's like, I use waifu at all the time. Like she's definitely a waifu the way I use waifu. And I do believe tell uses waifu. It, we use it in the sense of just the best girl, exactly what it means. It just means best girl, meaning the way she acts, how she carries herself, the, the design of the character, how, how pretty she is or whatever the case may be. Like, for instance, Rem is best girl, not because she's overly sexualized, because she's absolutely not, but because of who she is as as an anime character. Right. That's that's the kind of thing that we look at. It. And I, I got to think that people understand that most anime watchers understand that, like even even being on the uh Madoka Mixer, I think that's the, what the podcast is called from a uh, blurred mind. When we were talking about like the etchy stuff and, 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 and hentai, like we went into grave detail about how we only enjoy it if it's adults <laughs> and, right. and how important that is to us for it to not be, um, uh, like, you know, super aggressive or, you know, weird. <laughs> So it's you go listen to that episode if you want to hear my full deep thoughts on like the etchy and, and the hentai part of it. But we do th- we do think of things different. I don't I don't think people just be like, oh, this this, you know, 17, 16 year old girls designed with big boobs. I don't think we just be like, that's hot. She's sexy. I don't think it, it, we ever said that we do be like, damn. It's crazy, <laughs> you know. Like we, you see it, but it, it's not like, you no, know, a hornball thing. I guess, for lack of a better word. Right. It's it's just it's a it's a weird subject to touch because for somebody to say they have to be pedophiles, I feel like that's just ignorant ignorance. And I don't. I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. I'm saying it ah, as jokey as jokely as we use this word. I'm saying it respectfully. It's just ignorance, you know as far as like the, their artistry goes and their culture goes. So that's what I have to say about that question. Good. 
Yeah, it was perfect. I like that because you summed up my stuff and your stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is the part of the show where we get to know us. When we come back from the break, though, we are going to spoil Tokyo Revengers remake our life, and I always forget one, my hero. So if you haven't seen those, <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen those, make sure you uh, watch that and then come back to this episode to check out those spoilers. But let's get to know my check wife, Foyfu. This week it is tell turn to roll the random num- random number generator, and my turn to read the question. What you got for me? Number is forty three. All right. <laughs> what makes you laugh the most? Uh, what makes me laugh the most specifically would be uh, my wife. Mm. What makes me laugh the most? Uh, the idiots I gang with on a daily. Shout out to Legal Overdose. Yeah, yeah boy. <laughs> Shout out to Legal <laughs> Overdose and, and Malik. Those fools are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those fools are something else, man. Legal's a fucking joke, bro. He is hilarious, <laughs> man. Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> like high key. Um. Legal is one of the funniest dudes I ever I ever met through Polo, bro. He is funny. Way too funny. It's it's crazy. But uh yeah, that's what makes me laugh the most. When we come back after this song, we're gonna um talk some spoilers. So we'll be right right after this.
and welcome back to episode 110 of my check waifu waifu yo this is the part where we spoil some shows uh first make sure y'all follow our twitter at my check waifu if you want to be a part of the show right into us there and then follow our instagram my check waifu waifu my check waifu waifu.com hey uh we're gonna spoil tokyo revengers this is probably one of the craziest fucking episodes i've ever seen in my entire fucking life i need to know okay i need to know why the fuck baji chose to switch if this was the reason if this was the reason why the other kid got kicked out which fucking makes sense hello then why the fuck would baji decide oh let me go over there hear me out did the other dude get kicked out or did he leave? Mm. Because I, I think he had to get that it. dude, I think that he wasn't mentally prepared to kill, kill that person, right? Like, could you imagine? Like, I couldn't imagine because I love Javon, right? Imagine if, yo, I'm like, Polo would be fucking ecstatic if we got him this brand new car, right? Like, what's your favorite mm-hmm. car? Tesla. Tesla. Let's say I pull up in a new Tesla Model S Plaid Edition. Yeah. Uh, everything, right? Without the yoke steering wheel, we get him a regular steering wheel. <laughs> <with> the, <laughs> so I pull up on on Polo with a brand new Tesla, and or I'm getting ready to pull up on Polo with a brand new Tesla, and I go to the Tesla dealership, and the dude catch me, and I boom, knock him out. I'm like, oh shit, bro, this is Javon. I would I would break mentally because that. But that's they know that that's they, that's his best friend's brother, right? His best friend, dude. They was like all a family, basically. How they felt, yeah. They, you, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. He had to break. He had to be like, I don't. I gotta kill Mikey now because there's no other choice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I was just about to say, but why? What, what the break is now? I gotta kill the younger brother. That part just was like, yo, why the fuck would you want to do that? Uh, it's, I'm just saying, I'm saying that because like PTSD, you know, like like people yeah, in the military when 100%. they kill people, sometimes they just not mentally strong enough for that. Right. Like they strong enough to beat somebody ass, yeah. Mm-hmm. But to kill somebody, sometimes you just don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. This is fucking wild though. This backstory was wild. I still don't understand Baji's decision though. I, what I what think, the fuck did Mikey do to him to say? You know what I'm saying? Like, because they start off the episode saying. You know, with the recap of him saying, you know, I switched sides because of what he did to Mikey or what Mikey did to Kazutoro. And I'm just like, wait, what the after they show this backstory? Fuck you mean what Mikey did to Kazutoro? What Kazutoro did to Mikey, you should be on Mikey's side. So uh, and yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm like. I, that kind of blew me. I'm like, what the but what the fuck is going yeah. on? But we know how Mikey got his bike now. Unfortunately, <laughs> God damn, you know, man. Like, so did he quit or did he get kicked out? Obviously, Mikey kicked him out, I think, personally, because like. You kill my fucking brother. To steal, for one, that's something that the, the, the Tome Maji gang didn't believe in any anyway. I think I think I think I think Mikey broke even. What you mean? I think Mikey killed somebody of his. Ooh, valid, valid point. Kill like his I think, older brother. I think, I think Mikey did it 
And it might not have been his brother. It might have been like his sister, his mom. Ooh, and no, Mikey, no. Mike, Mikey, I think Mikey broke even. Cause, but what they said in this episode is that Mikey's calmed down a lot ever since he started hanging out with Draken. Mm-hmm. So you saying he might be I capable. Think, I think Mikey would have been like, oh, okay, mm. well, y'all going to juvenile. Y'all going to juvie. And when you get back, your mom ain't going to be here or mm. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Damn, good point. And I'm, I, I, I hope I'm not right because I would like to think Mikey's a better person than that. But I don't think Mikey's a better person than that. I think Mikey at heart is is ruthless, and he will do whatever you do to him back, and if not tenfold. To kill his brother though, bro, for a fucking bike that you think Mikey would. And love. He did. He didn't know though. He didn't know. He thought it was some regular dude. Still. Like, for one, you're I, doing something against against the will of the gang. Period. That's mm-hmm. flat out. You already fucked up. Mikey yeah. wasn't gonna t- accept that bike anyway. One hundred percent. said in the beginning, Mikey yes. was like, "No, I don't want this bike." Right. And you know, it was that bike symbolizes a lot, right? Because this is what makes it makes it really heart wrenching and breaking. Is that the the fact that Mikey wanted that bike was probably because Mikey wanted to be like his big brother. One hundred percent. That's 100% where my thought went. And then they go and try and get the bike for him, and they take out Mikey's big brother. Yep. That's why Mikey idolized that bike so bad. Yep. Now he, the only thing he has of his big brother is the bike. It's fucking, it's it's gut punching, man. It's this episode, (laughs) personally for me, this is currently again my new favorite episode of Tokyo Avengers because. It was just a lot. I agree. It, and it wasn't like the whole episode was a lot, right? It was that last five minutes, the impact of that, like how everything just, just came together. It was like the first 20, the first like 18 minutes of the episode was like this. I 100% okay. I, agree. I can understand. And then the last five minutes was like, <laughs> and then kept going. Yep. Right. <laughs> it actually, it actually kicked us in the dick, to be honest. I'm going to just keep it real with you. <laughs> this shit was wild. I just want to throw this in here. Kid, kid the pro still listening to Mike check waifu and boy, waiting to y'all see Tokyo Avengers got cooking up. That backstory, phew, Lord. He said that right before we watched this episode. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, shit. It is dirty. It is so dirty. Man, I just can't. I can't believe this is like this. Like, it just has me questioning what the fuck Baji is up to. And why? Because none of it makes sense. You're right. And, and Baji, because, you know, what, what, what makes it less, what makes it a little bit different, too, is the fact that in the future, we don't hear any issues about Baji. Right. Right. And so something either got resolved or Baji's working in the background. I mean, shit, we we don't hear about Valhalla at all in the future. Right. Cuz the only thing that was the only thing that was prevalent in the future was the the internal strife mm-hmm. of, of the of what happened at Tome. And so, man, fuck. So either they wiped out Valhalla or maybe that's what Baji doing. Maybe that's what Baji doing. He he making he he playing hard. He like I'm really about to go ahead and do this. Mm. I gotta make it up to Mikey. Oof, that, that's where I'm at. That's where I was thinking because after I after seeing what I seen and how Baji was feeling, like there's no fucking way this is real. It's no way. So we'll see. We we shall see. Crazy, crazy, crazy story. Crazy good. 
I just I wonder when it's gonna end. Like how many episodes until it's over? I don't want it to end. They still haven't. Analyst still doesn't say. If they don't, if they keep the story going like this, like if from what I've heard, I've heard nothing but amazing things about the manga. Right. Same. It. The thing is, is like I'm not expecting high quality animation out of this. I'm just expecting consistency. Yeah. So they can't black clover this up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, I guess. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know. I can't wait. I can't wait to find out. Let's uh. Let's move on. Let's talk about my hero. We talked this about was, it. We kind of talked about it a lot enough already, to be honest. But man, it was strong. How do you feel about uh, Endeavor? Um, from what I know from spoilers, I see it's still pretty shitty. Uh, I got a question for you. Speaking of spoilers, this is about to go into manga spoilers. So if you're not reading the manga and just watching the show. I'm gonna put my hand down. Oh shit! This is you're listening to the podcast. Shit! I'm listening. <laughs> 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 I forgot we do video versions. We do video versions in in the fucking podcast. So I'm going to fuck. I'll let you know. The future polo is gonna let you know when to come back or when to fast forward or whatever. Uh, so I already know that what's his name is his son. Okay. Is, I mean, everybody should know that. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't, though. It crazy. is obvious, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Go they, ahead. they really don't. So, with that being said, is that the kid that Endeavor's praying to, essentially? Kind of, yeah, because they don't. Endeavor didn't think he was alive. Yeah, so they all in, think he's in, dead. In, in the manga, when they see him again, Endeavor was like, what? Because. And it, it's a lot of details, but basically, his flames burn him. Mm. That's why his skin looks like that. So he thought because the move that Endeavor did on that no move in the manga, they implied that what he did had blue flames and yeah. how hot Endeavor was burning, and that's how Endeavor kind of got most of like he cauterized his wounds instantly. So in the anime they didn't do that obviously i think to keep from spoiling like they didn't want us to make 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 us think that Endeavor. Put that connection together yeah right that's why a lot of people but, don't know <laughs> yeah but in the manga they imply that it's blue flames because of how hot it is but uh yeah dobby or you know he he essentially is believed to have burned himself up mm. entirely uh from trying to do that move the prominence burn and it was because Endeavor teachings, I assume. Yeah. yeah, and Endeavor tried to stop, tried to stop him, which that's one of his better fatherly scenes. That's the scene I want you to see a lot because that is very impactful emotionally and kind of gives you another perspective on Endeavor. I still think he's a horrible father, but I do think that he's on the road to making amends for being a shitty dad. Yes, I was just going to say that. He, uh, the unspoilers, spoilers are done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think him, him trying his best, and in, in the way that I think makes the most sense, and that's just being chill, saying, "Listen, you can be a part of it if you want. I'm going to try to do my best. I understand if you hate me still, 
a hundred percent feel like I a hundred percent. I don't feel it because that's obviously that's not the type of person I am, but I understand wholeheartedly while not to feel the way he does, why show don't feel the way he does, why the entire Todoroki family would not fucking like forgive him. But, but, but I'm, I'm redemption is definitely necessary. And shout out to, uh, uh, Midoriya for what he said and everybody hearing it. Because I think it was necessary. Mm-hmm. That shit. That was my favorite part of this entire episode of Endeavor <laughs> holding that pl- that tray, Natsu sitting on the outside, and then and then Shoto was sitting there and just was like in fucking awe at what he said because it was something so fucking simple, yet so powerful that it was mm-hmm. extremely impactful for that family to hear. And I just love that. I absolutely love his mom too. She's so fucking adorable, man. I think the mom and the sister are very adorable. Yes, I just love them so much, man. I just, I don't know why I just want to hug them. <laughs> Both of them. They're so sweet and just like the perfect people. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great characters, man. That's a, yeah, that is, I mean, it's the only family outside of, it's the only family we really know. Yeah. Uh it is the best <laughs> and they're they're all well developed like and i'm yeah. not saying they're all well developed but their situation is well developed um and i think i don't while i while i'm not gonna say it's a realistic situation it's semi-realistic in terms of like it is sometimes 100 percent, bro i'm gonna just have to cut you off i'm so sorry to do that but i have to because it's 100 percent a realistic situation look at the fucking jacksons bro like well i'm I'm saying like the powers ain't realistic, but yeah, like that's no. exactly like what you're saying. Like the Jacksons, realistic. Yeah. Uh, and you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people just sometimes a dad wants too much. Why are you trying to? Why are you trying to control everything this yes. much? And he had to understand that this isn't the life that you need to try and try yes. and do. You need to give these people, these kids, your family, a different kind of opportunity, a different kind of chance. One hundred percent. Joe Jackson beat his wife. Everybody knows it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he he beat his kids aggressively for not performing well. Everybody knows it. Like it is that situation. It is literally that situation, which is crazy. The, I think the difference you'll see though, and you'll see that later. But yeah, there's a, a little bit of a difference between them. Mm, I don't see it. Yeah, you're not gonna see it now. It's gonna be next year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, and the next show we're gonna discuss has to be remake our life. Um, I forgot about reincarnated as a slime too. Shit. It 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 was it wasn't an action packed episode. I was gonna bring it up, but I didn't want to, you know, impede too much on that. Yeah, I mean, it ain't much really to talk about with it. Reincarnated is still more planning, still more the shit I love. Yeah, and, and that's what <laughs> I was gonna say. Like, obviously, we love we love that, but it ain't the most impactful thing to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, um, the world building is crazy. It's so good. Always, <laughs> it's so Basically. fucking good. <laughs> I I love when they they go in and they kind of like break down the characters' intentions in this episode. It mm-hmm. was like, yo, it's wonderful. It just straight gold. But and when uh, they get when they get to the action, it's gonna be action filled. But yeah, well, remake our life, bro. Remake our life is fire. Still consistently i absolutely love all the girls in this show they're all adorable um what did you think about what kasawakawa kasawakawa did 
fuck her name is that call out yeah it, it to me and i agree with what was said in the anime is that to me it seemed like a very caring gesture and action mm-hmm. especially for everyone in the class to or everyone in their group right like so this is technically the next semester right and we know that even though they came because they came in first right yep their group came in first but they felt like the other group should have came in first because theirs just looked and seemed so much better and i i do find it interesting that the teacher kind of takes this route she doesn't necessarily give the grade to who is outright just looks better she does a little bit more diving in this but she said that they were more serious and that is a thing like these people have to display their talents in a serious manner if you want to get the best out of whatever you're doing you do you do what you take the most serious Mm -hmm. and everyone everyone in this is serious about things right the only people who aren't showing what they are 100 percent serious about was the girl who was acting because she really wants to be a singer right and then the girl who draws and she's not implementing that drawing into the necessary art yet or into what we're seeing so it's going to be super hard for them to really implement those things unless they do it on screen and so why did they get first place I think they got first place because of the overall, like probably like the overall vision and then how it was put together. Right. Like that's my question. Like for us not to, for that situation to play out the way it did and for us not to see exactly why they got first place. Didn't quite make sense to me. I still don't get why she gave them first place. And because if the other people were more serious, that means that, I guess okay maybe it's again maybe it was the like, plot or the story that wasn't as good but the action like acting was yeah like when I was in college right I did some artwork I did this one sculpture right and I, you know I used to draw a lot I'm yeah. not a sculptor I don't sculpt shit <laughs> I, I did this sculpture and it came out really good they put it in the Akron Art Museum I got um, third place out of like a hundred different sculptures so they took the top three and put them in the art museum um, and the, the professor was like, you know, you did a really good job, but I can tell that sculpture is not your number one. Yeah. Well, I don't, and I'm like, man, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think the difference is it's like, they're like overall as an artist, you can see why things are done the way they are. Right. Like you understand art as an overall grand scheme. So you can put things together and make it look good. Mm-hmm. But is this your passion? Is this what you truly want? Do you want to be a sculptor or do you want to be a draw? Again. Like, do you want to draw? And that's what I think that they were showing. And I wish they had shown it, like you said. Like, uh, show, let us see exactly what they were feeling. 100%. Like they, I guess they were trying to say that those tears felt more real from the other people versus like her acting on the beach and looking all cute and stuff like 100%. that. 100%. But why did they get first place because of that? That's, again, that's still something that is missing. Well, and what I meant to say is this as well, right? Like just because, just because you can put something like, just, just because you show more passion in something, mm-hmm. more creativity, even, and that's what or I think more that, yeah. outright talent, it doesn't mean that it was done or implemented properly. Mm-hmm. And know? that's what I think the teacher was trying to say, but didn't come over right in the subtitles to me personally. Yeah. Cause I didn't, I didn't, 
Because she didn't explain that, I don't think. No, yeah. she didn't. So I, I rewind that just to make sure. I'm like, did she say exactly why they got first and why they got, you know, they didn't win, even though the acting was better? And she was hinting at it. She was going to it, but it's like the translation just didn't translate into the exact, uh, I guess, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? Is that automatopia? Whatever, whatever she was trying to say, it just didn't come through properly <laughs> with, yeah. with the emotion that they were showing. So I, I love it though, man. I, this is one of my favorite slice of life. Like it, this is going to probably be top 10. If it keeps continuing, is this slice of life though? Is it supernatural? Like what the fuck is it? Time travel? I mean, supernatural I can be slice of life. It can all be there. Yeah. But I would I would say this is definitely I would say if if this continues to be good and episode twelve ends with like a bang and lets us get like exactly what we want out the ending, mm-hmm. I would say this is definitely top ten worthy. Yeah, hundred percent. On just any any list in general, because it, this, these episodes are not like I feel like as an artistic expression. These episodes are actually hitting. Yeah, hundred percent. It it just feels so good. It feels so. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It's like refreshing. Yes, man. Yes, it's refreshing. It, man, I always finished with this show. Like this is always the last show I watch. After everything I've watched throughout the week or throughout the day. I always make sure remake our life is the last thing I watch because I just feel like it just feels good. I thought about Saints Magic Powers Omnipotent. Yes, yes. It was just palate cleanser. Cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, man. And with that, let's wrap. All right. We just finished talking about remake our life. Um palate cleanser. That's a really good uh way to express that episode or not that episode that um that anime and then we also talk about my hero academia do you think endeavor can make a comeback as a good dad can he be dad of the year probably not dad of the year probably not yeah yeah we, we won't figure that out eventually <laughs> tokyo avengers sheesh that was a really good episode probably my episode of the week um i don't know about polo but we're gonna figure that one out too Nope. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was. For sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, get to know my check wife for wife. What makes you laugh the most? Um, you know, let us know what makes you laugh the most. Polo is his people he game with. Me, it's my wife. Uh, we had a controversial topic. You know, also check out Polo on Mayo Naka Mixer to talk about waifus and you know how you should see them. Uh, also, our ideal cosplay slash convention topics. Let us know what yours are. Uh, we also talked about Spirit Chronicles. Another banger of the Izakai, Moonlight Fantasy, another banger of the Izakai, and Life Lessons with Yermichi Son. Uh, that's been episode 110 of My Check Wife Waifu. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at My Check Waifu on Twitter and at My Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, My Check You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.